You are listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, The Peace Machine. On the line with me, as always, is my good friend, Dabble Dob. What's going on, buddy? You know, just uh, laying in bed, drinking a beer at 5 o'clock on Tuesday, about to watch a cartoon. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great, because not only are you on the line today, we've got our longtime good buddy, Rowan Unrow, right over the border in Canada. Hey, guys, thanks so much for having me on the show. I've been looking forward to this all week. This is going to be fun. Yeah, man, this is the show where we watch a Simpsons episode, all three of us together, and we jerk each other. Wait, no, that's, that's a, a different bit. show. Wait, wait, and wait. I didn't sign we, off on that. We, we riff. That, I don't know how you do that over Zoom. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to watch a Simpsons episode that Mr. Unrow chose himself. So why don't you tell us what uh, we're going to be watch. watching from season three, Homer Alone. And this one is particularly fun for me. Probably one of my top five episodes of all time. I just find this episode to be so quotable. And my uh, buddy Keith and I, all through high school, we used lines in this episode so often it just became part of our regular vernacular. And uh, we always wanted to find out if there was an actual movie called The Erotic Awakening of S. And you'd be shocked to learn that no, that... That movie never was uh, was made, so you can imagine my disappointment. Hmm. That does suck. Yeah, yeah. So here, little discrepancy here. It says on Wikipedia, and I was also told that this is the fifteenth episode of season three, but I found it as the fourteenth episode on Disney Plus. How about you guys? Uh, my TV's too small. I couldn't even see the number. I just went until I counted over, and then I hit the wrong one, so I went back one. And my, mine says fifteen. So. Um... Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mine says 14. So that's why I was a little confused. It, it says season three, episode 14, Homer Alone. Uh, now, Dabs and I were talking before before you got on the line here. Neither of us can really remember this episode. So why don't you give us oh a my God. I'm sure we've seen it a um, dozen times. Uh, so yeah. basically, uh, not going through the entire plot, but uh, Marge has a bit of a breakdown because she is struggling with all the uh, the challenges of motherhood and being a wife and all the responsibilities that come therein. And uh, she kind of loses it a little bit. And as a result, she requests to have a, uh, uh, a vacation at uh, Rancho Relaxo. And uh, Homer <laughs> is left in charge with, uh, with the kids. Okay. And uh, part of the, the babysitting is outsourced to Patty and Selma. Okay, now I, now I have some memories coming back of this one. I believe we're going to see Homer in a devil's outfit. Once I heard Rancho Relaxo, Maybe. I was all in. All right. All right, well, we're going to be all in. We're going to count it down. I'm going to say three, two, one. We're all going to hit play, and we're going to kill the volume. So that's what you should do at home. Get it all queued up here in three, two, one. Hit play. You should see the clouds parting, and we're going to see what kind of song we get today, what Bart has for us on the chalkboard. Season three, so it's got to be something probably simple. There it is. I will not spank others. I can't make that same promise. <laughs> well, what's the origin of that? Was Bart just <laughs> randomly spanking people? Did he construct some sort of spanking machine? Uh, you know, I'd like to know. It's unclear. This episode aired February 6, 1992. Wow. So I was in seventh grade. You old. Um, I was probably doing a lot of I'm spanking. I'm guessing in spanking was considered quite, uh, quite risque for, uh, for the public. So. Hmm. All right. Long song here. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Rancho Relaxo springs to mind, but I, I can't quite. I think this is the one where the house goes to shit in like 30 seconds after she leaves. Or that might be the one where she goes to jail, but we'll find out. Yeah, I know. For some reason, I know I've seen this episode probably a hundred times, but I, it's just kind of vague to me right now. Maybe just because there's so many other episodes. It's a pretty basic couch gag, too. Yeah. Little... Okay. Pyramid. This is an interesting right, opening here with like the Roadrunner thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Coming back to me. I love all the, the single pictures on the walls. Like, who has that? They just normally <laughs> it's family photos, but all their, all their walls have just single, single people in them. Imagine. Right. What is the significance of that sailboat? Like, imagine the stuff that Bart and Homer do to the house in later seasons. A broken vase on this one is like a big offense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Marge is making sandwiches. Trying to remember everyone's order. The episode. This feels like it could be a plot from like Roseanne. Like this is just. I've been watching a lot of Roseanne. <laughs> this could be a Roseanne episode. Oh. Like Homer kind of is like Dan. Oh, this is oh Simpsons and Roseanne. I've never lot thought of about that before. As a husband, I've seen myself do this just while the kids are arguing, just trying to get <laughs> trying to get my shit in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gotta hit your spots. That's funny. This is an appropriate episode to watch after Smart. Mother's Day also here. That's true. <laughs> so Marge has her hands full and Homer's trying to get her to take his bowling ball in. Alley, Alley ball. ball. <laughs> I don't know your all's experience, but this was definitely my experience with how my mom was. Mm -hmm. It's just like everything was piled on her for the most part. Oh yeah, absolutely. My dad was out the door before before we got up, and it was my mom's like my mom. My mom made us made us our lunches before the night before, so we didn't have that. But certainly, we were jackasses to each other on the car ride. Did you to also school. have pimentos in your bologna? <laughs> no, I never had a pimento bologna. You haven't lived. I know. I didn't. I, I didn't get that joke at the time. Over my head. The pace of this episode's interesting. They're they're really like spending a lot of time setting it up, whereas in like the later episodes, you get a crazy just circumstance to open an episode that spins into the story. And this is just a coherent plot from the start. Did you notice in the second Nick's there's a photo on the wall of Marge's bowling teacher? Oh, what the hell Jacques, was that guy's name? It? it was something French. Oh yeah, Jacques. <laughs> Didn't we watch that episode? No. I mean, certainly seen it, but no, no. That's one of the <laughs> grossest episodes there is. And I love that there's two Nicks and so nobody Mark's... had any sort of issue with that trademark. So the guys on the radio did a prank call telling someone their spouse was dead. 
Is that what just happened? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just that's good comedy. They wedged that dark joke in there. And here why, we have Marge just finally breaking. Why would she choose to listen Literally. to the station? <laughs> Fair enough. She's ten and two. Very calmly putting the car in park as the bus driver comes down to ask her to move. <laughs> We got a, a toothpick in the mouth from the Razor Ramon of the Shelbyville players. Artie Pie. This might be the first time we've it's seen Artie Pie. One of the first for sure. He's got crusty hair. Some fine crack police work right here coming up. Bad cops, bad cops. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> Who's that guy? That's like their Fat Tony before they yeah. created Fat Tony. It was Slim Jim. Mr. Teeny is one of my favorite tertiary characters. I love Mr. Teeny. There He's were a lot of no ape good. companions in like the 80s and early 90s in TV shows. So why is Kent Brockman the anchor in the uh, the traffic copter? Like, do they have, don't they don't have field reporters? <laughs> That's how you win those iron mics. He's got to get the I scoop. He's <laughs> and uh, a couple newsies also. Oh yeah, this is the this is one of the ones in the early seasons where Homer actually is at work <laughs> doing something work related, taking a break. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> First time Homer using a megaphone. We'll all remember where we were. You know, Marge is stressed because they gave her the extra line under the eyes. You cuddle. That is a great expression. I love all the guys, the people in the background that have no uh, detail, like with hair. Or... What number are you at? I don't even get a, a number. I'm. I got them hugging on okay. the bridge. All right, we're back. All right. So, so usually that happens around seven to ten minutes. So that's that was our seven minute fucking warning. Well, all right. So what? Where are you consistent. at? <laughs> yeah, I'm at I'm at 7:41 on the bridge. They're about to hug or just hugged. Yeah. I can't remember. All right, I got, I got I him got, hugging. Just uh, getting ready to cuff Marge and take her mugshot. All right, three, two, one, and we're back. We're sorry about that. Anchor is sometimes a little bit finicky. Marge has just been arrested. It is at seven. 50 right now so yeah. we are picking it up from where we left off marge has just got arrested so she looks relieved to be finally like arrested and also six foot two with the hair six foot two <laughs> the uh exchange of taglines here between quimby and and uh, the chief they had a good dynamic we just watched the monorail episode where they had the argument about the comely lasses oh, and yeah. a pig. Yeah. 
Gotta have that chick mode. Oh, yeah. Do mares have secret service? <laughs> it seems over the top. Depends how crooked you are. <laughs> All right, well then. Mayor of St. Louis probably has a lot. <laughs> we know the mayor of Knox County certainly doesn't need oh, any no. security. Hell no. He just has to raise his arms and... <laughs> the Springfield Mountains. All right, so... So Marge narrowly escapes prison time, and now she's being lured into a vacation destination at Rancho Alaxo with this beautiful video. The woman was topless. Springfield's only two-star resort. (laughs) That's important to know. (laughs) Got to push the star rating. There's a, um, I live near Pigeon Forge, which is like a big vacation area. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And I drive past a hotel and it says older than most, but cleaner than most. (laughs) And like, they didn't say like the cleanest, like they're just telling you straight up, like it's a little dirty. But we're cleaner than most of them. <laughs> they know how to hide the negatives and accentuate the positives. Yeah, man. Paul Heyman style. Exactly. Paul Heyman style. I was just going to say. Did you guys watch Money in the Bank? I just did not. Quickly? No. No. Okay. All right. What's Homer worried about here? That she's going to leave him? She's going to have a great time. He equates separate vacations to being divorced. Pretty close. God, I should have done that years ago. Uh, Patty and Selma. My <laughs> mom's favorite characters. Oh, Maggie with the gadget arms. <laughs> huh. Homer cannot be trusted to take care of the children on his own. Didn't they leave him with Grandpa one time? Yeah, yeah, they did. And that's when they had the huge rager and they had to like sweep everything under the rug <laughs> we used to have a party once a year in high school when my friend's dad would go on a cruise on the same week every year so we knew the week we could plan we could do everything and we would always just trash his house and it would be like a last second to get everything back together definitely pulled a bunch of those when my parents went out of town for sure we're like, well, we can start cleaning up at Sunday <laughs> at 7 p.m. They'll be here at eight. It'll be here in 45 minutes. Well, the kicker was someone put like a plastic gallon jug of vodka that was empty in the oven. And so like everything was cleaned around the whole house, but they didn't know that that plastic jug was there. And when his dad came home, he preheated the oven and it started melting. It. <laughs> <laughs> I've never baked a 40 vodka before, but I can I can imagine. Yeah, that's how you get busted. I love how quaint it is that March still has to take the train to wherever she's going to this retreat, this ranch. And she was against the monorail. She should know better than anyone. Ooh, nice callback. Thank you. Uh, call forward. This monorail hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> yeah, they were so in the seeds. They knew it was coming. Patty and Selma there with identical Martin hair. supposed to be eating a, a <laughs> tongue. tongue sandwiches. <laughs> oh, gross. I remember the first time I saw a tongue <laughs> for sale at the supermarket, like next to the hooves and shit. I'm just like, what? This is like hot dog meat. That's like a, a person's tongue hanging out of there. Look at that. 
Okay, this was my favorite part of the whole episode. This is what led me to this. Great. <laughs> I've more than once used a Facebook status. I wish I could watch Gladys the Groovy Mule. Pixar could probably do it. I used to know all of Rent. Uh, yeah. We should write that script. Shit, it'd be a fucking winner. It, it's waiting. Here's your movie. What happened to the erotic awakenings of A through R? Too hot for TV. Yes. <laughs> I love Troy McClure. Is that Dr. Nick just with a mustache? Oh, Gregory, where have you been all my life? Man, they are selling this. This is a pretty good video. I believe that Rancho Relaxo is two stars. <laughs> Have you ever like been at a hotel and then watched that channel that's about the hotel? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, this one. Homer enjoys the baby food more than Maggie. Hmm, strained peas. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this one. Oh my god. Wow, there hadn't been a lot of Homer in this episode till now. Mexican medical school. Is that where Dr. Nick went? He went to up- Hollywood went upstairs. upstairs. The B yeah. is for Morgan. <laughs> oh, God. I remember Barney used to be like one of the funniest characters to me as a kid. I was just thinking the same thing. Like It seemed like Barney was the main side character to me when I was a little kid. I didn't know what a blackhead gun was. Not at the time. No. I'm still a little fuzzy. Now, now I've got three. <laughs> Your dermatological health is important. I love that lamp with the uh, suits of cards on it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know they stole that from like a Vegas hotel room, right? They had to because they had <laughs> the phone also. It was like right. a red phone. That's just what you get at Spinster City Apartments. Then we get what appears to be drunk Homer (laughs) mixing up his lullabies. All I have in my head is, oh, Gregory. (laughs) (laughs) It was an odd scene. Again, another just single picture of one person. No families involved. (laughs) There's Barney. (laughs) Barney getting his shit in there. I'm not a big fan of the Maggie heavy, heavy plot twists. Me either. I, I can't think of a single Maggie episode that I like. Well, you you hate kids in general. Well, that's true. 
You're anti-child. Look at Homer's watch. Why is he wearing a watch? Oh, that's why. You can get the time gag in. <laughs> he, he wasn't checking on her until 11.45 in the morning. In his desperation, he's checking the vacuum cleaner bag. That's awesome. Everything in that bathroom is carpeted also. <laughs> Random conch shell. Where did Barney get that? The ocean, I guess. And why was Homer and Barney partying so hard last <laughs> night? Barney's obsessed with omelets. Barney's really throwing himself behind this baby finding effort. <laughs> and we get Maggie strolling through the mall just casually. No one no one seems concerned that there's an infant just roaming freely. That's their problem, you know? Yeah, no one says a word. Who's this? Someone who does not want oh a Frankenstein hairdo. <laughs> the <laughs> Department of Missing Babies. Baby, come back. What a gag. Perfect. Any of those things. Cigar making. <laughs> yeah. Not rolling, making. Going out there chopping the tobacco down herself. <laughs> Just puffs away while she's doing her calligraphy lesson. <laughs> flying off into the sunset. Man. Have you guys ever done hand gliding? No, but my brother was in the military, and for years he tried to get me to go skydiving. And he didn't do oh, it. God, no. He's like, dude, you pack your own chute. You're the master of your own destiny. You pack your own chute. It's like I can't pack my own lunch. <laughs> Doesn't make me feel better. I'm not packing something yeah. my life can depend on, and the helmet's then wearing me for protection. I did go skydiving, but I'm a little too afraid to go hang gliding. Hang gliding just seems like you should have a back, have a parachute on as well. Definitely. Have Patty and Selma's apartment always been this rundown? I think so. I think so. Jinx. Oh, no. Now you owe me a Coca-Cola Classic. I'd love to share a Coca-Cola Classic with you. Two straws, baby. <laughs> Gaze into each other's eyes. Maybe Coke would want to sponsor the podcast. They got deep pockets. Okay, is this the same kid that traveled <laughs> in the deep fryer? Buckingham Palace quickly. Squeaky voice change. <laughs> oh no, your taco found the deep fryer. I'll get it. Ow. <laughs> I'll get it. It's coming out of my paycheck. Kid that works at every fast food place in Springfield. He's hustling. It's not what you make, it's what you save. I am in trouble. Thank you, Brian Alvarez. (laughs) 
There are a lot of things that happen to have Marge's hair qualities to them. There's a lot of things that require police intervention and helicopters flying around constantly. The Simpson family alone in this episode has had two things where they've had to block off the street, get a helicopter out there, and multiple cops with megaphones are on the scene. These people are charging the the taxpayers of Springfield and Arm and Leg. Oh, the hand thing means the taxes. Hey, taxes, taxes. <laughs> I love how Wiggum says he, you know, you're charged with three counts of child neglect. I guess, I guess he's considering leaving Bart and Lisa with Patty and Selma as a form of child abuse. Yeah, that's actually he figured this one out. He actually had a point. The child was wandering around the city alone. Springfield Western pulling up at Springfield Station. <laughs> Another photo of an incomplete family. Her, their photographer, they get they get paid by the individual <laughs> head, I'm convinced. They just, I mean, it makes more sense to go in four, one four. day and you just take all your pictures. Okay, Bart and Lisa in this one. Okay, this one just Bart and Maggie. Okay, Bart, <laughs> Marge and Maggie. Okay, Bart, Lisa. <laughs> like You just take them all. <laughs> And then you have them. Homer, Homer and Lisa and the dog. Exactly. Now all of a sudden they have a king size bed for all the kids. That's sweet. That is sweet and convenient. So get some, we got some good, oh, some good wow. parenting Solid lessons finish. here. Well, that's going to do it for the episode. Only guest voice we had was Phil Hartman as Troy McClure at Rancho Relaxo. That was an excellent episode. I, I'm very happy you chose that one because that's not one that was would have been on my rat, radar there, Rowan. Um, so, yeah, thanks for picking that one out. Appreciate that. So now what we do here is we score the episode. We give it a letter grade, F through A+, plus, just like you have in school. I don't know. Do they have that in Canadian school? Or do you guys they grade on the metric do, system. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we do it in the metric system. So right. I, I, don't, I don't know what okay. a letter grade in the, right. the, the metric equivalent would be. But uh, I, I, mean, I, would, I was taught shit. that you double it and add 30. Oh <laughs> there you go. Average plus seven. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with Mr. Unrau, F through A plus. What do you give this this baby? You said earlier this is going to be yeah, the top five. So and you know, I like I said, I was drawn to it strictly from uh, Troy McClure and his, you know, him listing off his recent movie roles, and because of like, if we could do just that, it would be just A plus for me. As an overall, I completely forgot that Homer com- that Homer lost Maggie. And I get that part of the uh, the episode I wasn't as entertaining for me, so I'm going to go. This is a, uh, a B in the middle, B. not a plus or a minus, right. just just B. All right, yeah, still pretty solid. I, uh, I echo his All sentiments. Right. I was thinking the same thing, B, because it's it's a good episode. It has great parts, like he said. It has memorable, quotable lines in it, but it's not the top tier for me. But it's still a good episode, better than average. So B. I'm gonna I'm gonna nearly match you guys. I'm Ooh, gonna go edgy. B minus. Uh, the Mag, uh, the the Maggie thing is kind of it's kind of a downer, and the schmaltzy finish. I don't know. 
it's got some great stuff. Troy McClure, absolutely uh, mm -hmm. solid in this. And yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah. Minus. That's my MVP, obviously. All right. So that's the next question. Who is your, who is your MVP? You're going with Troy Today McClure. We kill, tomorrow we die. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll have to rent Gladys <laughs> the Groovy Mule and see how he plays in that. All right. So that's your, that's your, uh, carried the episode person who you got there i'm gonna go with marge yes. because this is a marge episode and um she got all her shit in nothing about marge's story dragged like you said the homer part for me was the worst part of the episode so i'm going marge yeah i think i'm gonna match you there with a marge uh, marge is, as you might know is my favorite simpson i do enjoy her lameness it's very funny to me um but i, I don't it wasn't anything special. She didn't have any great, this is the shack attack or any, she didn't have any killer lines, but this Marge was more of a real episode. Like it really kind of so, made me think we're coming off a of mother's right. day. It kind of made me think, you know, yeah, it, it do be like that sometimes. And plus Marge is such a dry counter to the, uh, you know, to Homer. Yes. She is mm -hmm. the, the straight person. All right. So, secondary character of the episode who you got there rowan uh probably it i i guess i'd have to go with marge since you know like like dab said this is a marge episode she's the main character if i was to go like a a, a two and a two a it'd probably be marge or even uh chief wiggum i think chief was was pretty funny here uh, uh, yeah again okay, rowan's right on good. it i'm going with wiggum simply because he rescued the small child he was also foiling other crimes the whole time so i'm going with wiggum I was also thinking Wiggum, so that's going to be my pick. Yeah, Wiggum is one of the best secondary characters for sure. And, you know, this was not not his finest showing, but certainly he got some stuff in. His, and so we, his we ineptitude the... is contagious. Go ahead. Yes, yes. I do love Diamond Joe Quimby, but he didn't have enough to really Definitely. push him over the top there for me. All right, so now we're going to put this into our top 10. I mean, you don't have a top <laughs> 10 there, Rowan. So we've been taking all the episodes that we do and just sort of been putting them. Did you catch what I said? Yeah, I'm so, with you. All right, so where, where would you put this one, Rowan? In general, this would be something that I would, I would watch over again. So anything, in, anything in under that would go uh, at least top five. So... Um, probably, uh, probably four, three or four, I'd say three or four. That is strong. And you gave it a B. <laughs> I grade on a heavy curve. Okay. All right. It's going to take a lot. I would like to know what your A pluses are. What, what's, what do you think your favorite is? Oh God. Probably one of the Christmas specials, like not the very mm -hmm. first one. Yeah. Cause the animation not. on that was kind of wonky, but, uh, are that or, Hmm. It's been so long since I've actually like watched a lot of episodes. So, um, I don't know. There was there was one where Homer is uh, uh, Homer loses Christmas and he freaks out. And he goes, Lisa, where's Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I like the one where where they they get robbed on Christmas and Homer comes down and goes, "Can we skip <laughs> church?" <laughs> Silver lining. Is that yeah. the one where their, their plastic Christmas tree just melts into one big hard? I yes. think it is. And, that, yeah. and Bart tries to cover it up by saying they were robbed. Yeah. 
All right, Dabs, where are you going to put this one on your list? You've got number one is You Only Move Twice, and number 10 is I Married Marge. I'm going to have to have you do this where we do it every week, where you just read me my list from top to bottom, and I will stop right. you like the price is right. All right, here we go. You Only Move Twice, number one. Number two, Marge versus Monorail. Three, Homer and Apu. Four, Lemon of Troy. Five, King Size Homer. Six, Lisa on Ice. Seven, Weekend at Burnsies. Eight, Trash the Titans. Nine, Homer versus Lisa versus the Eighth Commandment. Right there. It's going to be the new number nine. It's going to push Lisa and Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment down. All right. I will update that list here. Yeah, so this one's, I mean, toward the bottom of my list of what we've watched, but we pretty much like watched our favorite episodes to start with. Yeah, well, I mean, duh. (laughs) Yeah, we need to watch another random one, I think, next time. This was a good mix-up. This was a good mix-up. Yeah. Sure. Where are you All putting? right. All right. So I'm going to put this one. I'm looking at my list here. One, Martin, no, not sure we're not there. Seven, seven, eight. Nine. Mm, Homer versus Lisa. Ten, I married Marge. I think I like this one a little bit more than I married Marge. This is my new ten. Wow. my new ten. So Homer alone. That means ten goes to eleven. I married Marge is number eleven. All right. Yeah, so we've only watched 11 right now, right? Correct. Okay, wow, okay. I'm going to need to come up with a better system here because once we get to like 50, I'm going to spend the no, entire episode You're going to have to list. read them every time. You're going to have to argue <laughs> about why one is ranked at 26 and one is 25. Right, well, that's the point. That's the point. When we're going to get through like, eh, that one's 541. Oh. <laughs> I pray we do. <laughs> You know, it's like the PWI 500 and all the, the marks right. arguing about their spot. Right, right. Yeah, the, yeah, the Simpsons are going to, the writers are going to send their own shit and Conan O'Brien's going to be like, no way, this was a 309. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if, if only someone would notice us. Oh, <laughs> so lonely. So lonely. All right, well, that's going to do it here for the Simpsons Watch Along podcast. Rowan Unrouse has been our guest. Rowan, tell them where they can find you. Well, my... Uh... Uh, you can catch me on the Angry Marks Rewind podcast, which can be found at angrymarks.com and the Angry Marks YouTube channel. We go back and we watch uh, classic pro wrestling events because today's pro wrestling events kind of suck and they're kind of depressing and boring. So we go back and we watch either a really bad show and we critique the hell out of it or we watch a really good show because it's really fun. We just wrapped up episode uh, 19 so this week, Mike Poulin and I are going to be reviewing WWE's 2002 No Mercy. So that'll be up at angrymarks.com uh, probably within the next week or so. Yeah, I've been on your show. It's a good show. It's a fun time. I listened to the most recent one here, too. Give it a, give it a listen. Big thanks to Stevie J for hosting the Angry Marks Network. He's a good dude up there as well. Uh, yeah, f- fun little place to go check out your wrestling news and get your wrestling fix because Lord knows the WWE Network isn't doing it for us. Yeah, yeah and we got to have you on back to do some more ROH. Absolutely. I'd love to do it. Dabs, anything you want to get out there? Nothing. I'm uh, just glad we had a, a guest on here. We always have uh, interesting guests so far. We're two for two. Two for two. And we've gone out of the out of the United States for both. Exactly. So probably find someone in Asia to do the next one. It's always fun <laughs> to import. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for Rowan Unrow and Dabble Dab, I am the Peace Machine. You've been listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. You can find us anywhere you can listen to podcasts your itunes spotify you made it baby play, all that stuff we're big time let us know what you think tweet to us at simpsons watch 
Instagram, Twitter. Love to hear from you. Thank you all for listening. Peace.